0: Oh, good. Everyone, you can sit down. Thank you. Band, all good. Shout out to the band. They're just backing music just then. Underrated. Really well done. Yeah. It's, it's not easy sometimes. Oh, all right. Clap. There wasn't. Yeah, all right. Fine. Clap. Well, we're into the holiday season. Everyone winding down work, interview functions or, you know, wrapping up jobs, whatever it might be. It's the... Merry Christmas time. It's a lot of talk, uh, when you're on the media and you're just around the place, oh, uh, you know, big plan is going to be happy, and it's in all the sayings, right? Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Festivus, whatever it is, it's all happening. It's all about happiness. It's all about being, you know, time off away from work. How good. Even you know, it doesn't matter if you're involved in a church or not. Everyone just talks about this time when they're they're happy. The Christmas time, everyone's planning their Christmas stuff. I've got. You know, I'm keen for, you know, everyone's got that food that you kind of eat for Christmas that you don't generally have any other time, just big cut legs of ham. I'm all about it because they last for weeks afterwards. It's just this Christmas legacy. My diet is just bread rolls and ham for like three weeks. I love it. I think it's great. You know, everyone's got that food. Everyone's got their, just, I'm thinking now, like, yeah, prawns, that's my thing. Or, yeah, oysters, I don't know, roast, maybe go traditional. I would like to ask here, while I use this public forum, who here, when I think of when I just said all this Christmas food, you're like, "Yep, ham, turkey, get that." Who thought Christmas cake, fruit cake? Anyone? One person? Are you telling the truth? Are you? <laughs> because I would challenge that. All right, because who eats that? My whole life, my extended family, it'd be like, "All right, yep, dessert, pavlova." That makes sense. It's how good pavlova. I get a response there. Yeah, get all the dessert, and then we pull out this weird bag thing that's been boiling. Is it boiled? I don't know. And then they would like pour whiskey or rum or something on it, light it. That's a thing apparently. And then like, who wants a piece? No one. No one would eat it. Who wants to take this home? No one. No one wants that. I'll take the ham. I'll take anything else. Literally anything else. Fine, can you please take this home? Fine, but my bin's full, so no, I don't want to even take down. There's not enough room in my bin for this just slab of like weird minced fruit things. Like it's just weird. I've never understood it. And so I came to the conclusion yesterday that it must be a front for the mafia. There it's the only conclusion is that fruitcake companies are a front, it's money laundering, and I think you're in on it. And that's the only reason you put your hand up. I'm not gonna name you know, but I think that's the only natural conclusion, right? It makes sense to me, mattress companies and fruitcakes, it's just their fronts, that's the only reason. So anyway, um, this today as a very, very easy segue into um, what I'm talking about today is we're going to be talking about joy and a uh, quick message, you know, we've been celebrating and saying thank you and everything, so I just want to talk about joy and what that is as a Christian because I think it's really important this, this time of year To really consider, everyone's happy and everyone's emotions are high, but like, what is joy as a Christian in our walk in spirit with God? So the scripture I've got, I didn't give this to the guys at the back, so let's see how how quick. (laughs) Psalm 1611 is, um, (laughs) You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. You fill me with joy in your presence. Yeah, look at that! Bang! How good! Volunteer award! Bang! How good! Um, next one's Philippians four four. The um, you fill me with joy in your presence. I think it's really important that we consider what joy is as a Christian. You know what is joy? You think if it's kind of like happiness plus? Like is it just kind of happiness but longer? Is it, what what exactly is joy? And I think when I really dig down, I look at this, it is joy in your presence is really, it's more than just happiness, which is essentially an emotion. You know, happiness is generally a response to circumstances or, you know, internally you're like, I'm happy about something. Joy is really manifestation of spiritual fulfillment in his presence. And his presence being the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit We find joy being in the Holy Spirit and finding fulfillment in that, you know. Joy is knowing God in a way that allows us to see the path laid for us. He has made known to us the path of life. You're not going to know that path of life unless you are in his presence, which gives us that joy, yeah. I think you see, uh, you know, non-Christians, there's no true joy because they're missing a piece of their life and their spirit. You know, at the the very opposite end of no joy, no happiness, you just have an embittered, you know, grumpy person, and we've all met people like that, and you're just like, what is wrong with that person? Everything is negative and terrible. But at the opposite end of that, without joy and fulfillment in the spirit, you have just an optimist, people who are just happy all the time, and that's they're nice to be around, that's good. But the reality is, we are specifically designed to live in His presence. We are designed by God to live in His presence. Without that, there is no spiritual fulfillment and there is no true joy. There's no true joy without God. You're just happy. And, and, And happy is superficial and fleeting, you know. Joy comes with a prolonged time in His presence and deliberate entering into His presence. You know... It's, I feel like sometimes when, have you ever watched a movie or a TV show and it's one of those sort of thrillers or stressful kind of movies, like Who Done It? what's going to happen? If you have seen the movie, or maybe you're a snob and you've read the book and you're like, oh, I've read the book, I know what's going to happen, and you're watching it with someone who hasn't, generally you're not stressed or like hung up on what's going to happen next. You know what's happening. Whereas they have no idea. And like, what's going to happen? Oh, is it going to figure it out, are they going to die, what's going to happen in the movie? We are living in what we know. We have God who has made known to us our path. We know ultimately the next 60, 50, 80 years, however long we got on this planet left now, you know, things might happen, but ultimately we know where we're going for eternity. We know what's going to happen and there's joy in that. Whereas if you don't know that, that's terrifying. No wonder you, you don't know the end of the movie, you don't know what's going to happen at the end. There's no joy in that. You can enjoy fleeting pleasures. You work your way up. You become big dog, buy a house, and four clues, whatever it is. You know, find happiness, even a level of a level of fulfillment. You know, raising kids and everything. But there's no true joy because it's just going to end. It's just like oh, I don't know what happens after that. I don't know the ending. We do know that. We live in God, and His presence makes His path known to us with eternal pleasures. Our Eternal pleasures at your right hand. It's not. It's the only thing there that says, you know, it's not, uh, you know, you'll fill me with joy with great things on earth. No, no, it's eternal pleasures. What here right now is eternal. Just us and our relationship with God. There's nothing in this room that is eternal except your spirit and going into God's presence. That's it. And that's the thing that we know is going to give us joy. Because we know, hey, all of this, superficial happiness, this is an amazing building, this makes us happy. Whatever it is, that eternal joy is with God. Yeah? So, next scripture, which is just a classic. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Philippians 4.4. 4. Everyone's remember the, the Sunday school song? Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And then it just repeats rejoice. Um, Which is is scripturally accurate. Say it again. So that's good. Um, You know, the other day, uh, we've we've moved into a new house over the last year, so it's great. We're doing things up. Um, It's all generally done, so it's just kind of like, all right, let's get herbs going. I'm like, great, yeah. Coriander, which everyone loves, is uh, annoyingly expensive at supermarkets, right? Or whatever it is. You're like, this bunch of leaves is like five bucks. What? All right. Um, so let's grow our own herbs, cut them off, use them and all that. So it's really cool. And um, I'm not a gardener. So like sometimes I'll plant a thing and it's a 50-50 chance whether it survives because <laughs> honestly, I'm like, I'll water it maybe for a week and then I'll forget. And then that's, that's you know, I'm just throwing in the, these plants in the deep end because sometimes they're just kind of gone. And I'm like, all right, I've planted a few seeds, some worked, some just didn't happen. I'm like, I don't know, seeds don't work, I guess. Um, <laughs> So anyway, I didn't really have any preference to like, like, like Lara was like, oh, I want this herb and this herb and this. I'm like, cool, all right. Um, I don't, yeah, I didn't really think about it. Um, But I was like, hey, it'd be cool to grow chilies. I like chilies and hot, spicy food, so let's try and grow chilies. So yeah, I, I bought some planted some seeds, and none of them worked. And I was like, all let right, right, I'm not doing that again. Um, maybe it's someone here probably is like, what's well, the wrong climate? You can't grow chilies here, Hudson. All the soil has got to be this, this. I'm like, look, I don't know, and I'm not going to choose to get into it. It's too much. So anyway, and Lara wanted a, a bigger herb garden sort of thing, uh, and I was kind of looking into it, but they're really expensive, to, and it would be laughable if I tried to build something like that, so it's just not worth it. Um, I was like, I can just get a bucket and fill it with dirt. That might work. No. But anyway, uh, so we're just I just drive home one day, pull in the driveway, and our next-door neighbours were moving out, and there's this big pile of, you know, the council pickup up stuff, um, you know, the old lounge and dog beds, all the classics. And then there's, like, this wooden-built box herb garden thing. And I'm like, that's awesome. I would go up and look at it, you know, kick it, full of dirt and everything, and two chilli trees growing in it. I'm like what? I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, like, we can take this. They're like, yeah, man, I'm just going to get picked up. I'm like, cool. Um, all right. Anyway, so they moved out. And so I just had this, like, huge box of dirt and rocks um, on four legs. And then I'm like, I've got to move this into my backyard. And it's quite a steep driveway. And uh, I'm pretty confident in my ability to move heavy objects over distances. But this was particularly difficult Um and so I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just going to commit for the next half hour, just kind of half-scrape-dragging this thing with, like, a skateboard or two, and just, like, it was awkward. So I'm doing this, and just some random guy walks past, he's like, hey, man, you want a hand? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. He's like, all right, cool, and just picked up this really heavy thing, put it in my backyard. He's like, all right, have a good one. See ya. And that was it. And um, was he yeah, he actually floated down, the heavens opened, and uh, <laughs> do you need this moved? yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so um, I thought that was just awesome. It was just an awesome blessing and uh, I just appreciated God like, hey, that's, that's really cool. And that made me really happy because ultimately I could live without a box thing with chili and herbs, but it was really cool that God did that, you know, it, literally, it was just like the week after I thought about it. Um, and that, I think that's a really good example of like God is still going to bless us, you know, like with, with physical nice things if we trust him. Like living in Australia or having a good job, whatever it is, you know, God's still going to bless us. It's not just, all right, let's everyone, poverty, it's all good because you can be joyful in the Lord. No, no, trust God. You will get everything that you desire. You just got to be in his presence. And uh, that's a great example of, you know, a physical thing that God blessed me with, but it's not joy. Like it didn't make me for the next. 10 years, just joyful, skipping through life because I have a, a herb box with chilies in it. Like, it's just a really nice thing. You know, being joyful ultimately is loving God. It's an act of love. There's nothing worse if you've given a, you know, a gift to, you'd want to hope it was a child and they were not really happy about it or they're grumpy about it. You know, you, I'm sure I'm guilty of this at some point. Uh, you know, your father's planned a big day out. You were going to the zoo or something and you're just grumpy the whole time. You know, it's like, why did I even bother? You know, it's just a frustrating thing. I planned this thing and, you know, the kid isn't into it or your partner, whatever it is. You know, so is the same with life. God has given us this gift of life. And so it, it really is, a, is an act of love to him for us to be joyful about it. Yeah? What, what purpose does it serve to be resentful and bitter throughout life? And God's like, hey, like, you're welcome. Created you from the void of existence. You're welcome. Hey, could just still be floating through the ether of space and time in my, you know, in my spirit, but you know, I gave you life. Let's enjoy it. Let's be joyful about it. Not just you know, the happy fleeting moments, but just the existence and our opportunity to have a relationship with him. You know? His grace is available to us through Jesus as a gift. He didn't have to do that. He created us so that we would be loving and happy with him and in turn, we are joyful throughout life, yeah? It's a positive feedback loop. It just keeps making us happy, makes Him happy. It all just keeps going. But you have to make a conscious effort. Like, let's be joyful about what I have here and our relationship. God's grace is joyful, it's a celebration of what He's given to us. Jesus came and died on the cross for us as a gift. There's no obligation for God to do that, there's no obligation to even begin it all. But He did. So let's pray, read the Bible, connect with Jesus and God in the spirit, come to church, do the, all the things that demonstrates to God that we are joyful and and grateful for our relationship with him. Yeah? Let's be content in his plan for us. Remember our eternal gifts are waiting for us, so let's be joyful about it. Yeah? God is joyful. We should be joyful. His relationship that we can have with him gives us great joy. So as we move into this happy holiday time, let's really remember that ultimately this is a happy time, but our joyful time is for life. Our relationship with God is forever, eternal. Not even our life, beyond that. Because He is everlasting and His love is everlasting and He will never let us go, even after death. Amen? Amen. That's it. So let's get the band up if we want to wrap it up. And as we consider moving into this, you know great time of year, you know a happy time of year. I think it's important that we just pray and recognize what we can do in our relationship with God to be joyful and to be to be uh, thankful for what He has given us to celebrate. Amen all right God, thank you so much. you are our Father in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for your your son, and the gift of sending him. Thank you, Lord, that the birth of his, your son on earth has given us the opportunity and his death to access your grace. There is no greater joy, Lord, than in your presence, and we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.